What's up, Vankers? Hello, Vankers. Matt fucked up the first intro, because we're, so we're doing it again. He wanted to talk about how he's in England, which he thinks is cool, but guess what? It's not. It's a it's country not. that I... anyone can fly to at any time. It doesn't fucking matter. We have more important things going yeah. on today. today yes. This episode's going to be This episode's gonna about to fucking break the F1 internet, okay? This episode's about to blow yeah. your little fucking minds. And I know that some of our some of our listeners will 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 understand a, a lot of what's going on and but i think a lot of our listeners also won't so we're gonna be here to we're here to serve all of it to you guys because matt we've, we've got a we've got a big guest we got a big guest this week yes we have a huge guest huge huge, huge. Uh, so what's guest. crazy is 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 let me, let me let's just start let's just back up so brian scouted her <laughs> she was on tiktok <laughs> Brian comes to me. He's like, I found this. I found this young woman and send me your link. I was like, bro, she's got like 5K followers. Like she's she's she ain't shit. He's like, dude, that was like in like a week. Like she is meteoric. Like Brian is like Brian is like the crusty old scout in Nebraska, like looking for like 16 year old mo- like 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 who finds like Ashton Kutcher at 16. Like that's He's Brian. like Brad Pitt and Moneyball. Yes, that's Brian. Brian. And then and then in a week, 12K. Then another week, she's 17K. He's like, we got to get her now. We got to get her yeah. now. Yeah. Or she's going to she's or before she like goes full fucking. Billy Eilish on us. Yeah, I mean that's where it's headed. The that's thing where is, it's like, the thing is, like, we're a Williams, we're a Williams operation, and she's like yes. destined, she's destined <laughs> for Mercedes greatness. But we get her yes. for a couple of years, at AKA yes. for yeah. like an hour. George Russell. Hour Are plus. you calling George me George Russell? Russell? You're the we're George Russell. You George Russell. <laughs> I do not accept. <laughs> what? What the fuck? He just got a seat at Mercedes. You know, take the compliment. I will take the compliment, kind of. Okay. I don't feel like okay. I'm like George Russell. You guys are being really nice. In, in terms of, wait. Oh, wait, hold you on. Don't hold, think you're hold. Like, you, wait, you don't think you're like George Russell in the fact that you are the chosen one? Destined for greatness? Well, hold on. Let's introduce who is who is here, okay? We're building anticipation. We have, we building have on the pod. Let's talk about her some more. Let's talk about her some more. <laughs> oh, my God. Michaela <laughs> Costaras? Uh, uh, yeah, that Kostaras? was good. Costaras? Yeah. Costaras. Yes. It's Costeras. Greek. Costeras. Michaela yeah. Costeras. She's she's, it's, she's it's Greek. Greek. It's a Greek. It's a Greek. She's Greek. <laughs> she 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 um has the F one, um she loves F one TikTok account. That is that is the, it's the rising star of the F one TikTok scene. Thank you so much for coming on the pod, pod, Michaela. Oh my God! I don't even know how to react to that. I don't think I'm a rising star. I don't think I'm a George Russell. I think I'm. I what do you think? Uh, who do you ascribe yourself? Like what driver then? Carlos Sainz. Oh, <laughs> humble. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that is such a Gemini thing to say. Um. <laughs> okay, so so Michaela does a lot of fun content on F1, and she also throws in a bit of astrology. So that's going to mm. be the the the. The, the the sweet, sweet Venn diagram of where astrology and F1 meet, that's where this podcast is going to fucking fuck. <laughs> and yeah, we're, I, um, I, was, I was really down on this episode. I was like, astrology sucks and I don't believe in it. And then we did the pre-call <laughs> and Michaela opened my fucking mind to the possibility of astrology not being shitty. 
it's really, Michaela, it's a framework for understanding people. Yes, it is. Am I wrong? No, you're very right. And, and that's all it is. It's a framework. In, it's a window into human understanding. And I know that now. And I cannot wait to get into it. I can't believe you just gave me a compliment. <laughs> Thank Matt you. Was being, Matt was being such a piece of shit before the podcast started. Just being such a Capricorn. <laughs> he was being such yeah. a... Well, the nice thing about... Also, the, the, the interesting thing about astrology is that like any piece of behavior, you could be like, well, that's such a this person thing to do. You know, it's like, <laughs> It's like it's like I hate astrology. It's like it's someone who's just like no 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 astrology is bullshit. You're just like well that's because you're a Virgo. Like let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean earth signs Sometime, typically yeah. Earth tracks. signs. Mm -hmm. Um. So before we get into all that, let's uh, we want to know a little bit more about you and your history and and how you got into Formula One and how you've arrived to where you are today. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. so tell mm -hmm. us like how you got into Formula One in the first place. Uh, well, I have two special men to thank for Formula One. Um, first and foremost, I grew up watching NASCAR and IndyCar because of my dad. Um, so it was always on in the background. He still watches it to this day. Is totally and completely obsessed with it to the point where he had a framed photo of Dale Earnhardt in the bedroom with my mom, which is a little weird, but <laughs> whatever. It works. Um, but I had literally... It, I mean, it could be hot. He had like the porn mustache era, so was, mm. he did, which is back. It's back now. It is back, the and I don't know how I feel about way. it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I had never heard, even after twenty years, well, not twenty, but of watching NASCAR and IndyCar, I had never heard of Formula One because in the states, like you guys know, it just wasn't really a thing or talked about that much. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so in 2011, I went out on a date with a friend of a friend who happened to be Brazilian, and he took me to see the Senna documentary, and he, like, cried the whole time, understandably. And I remember, I, I think I was 21 at the time, and I was like, I need to see more about this Formula One thing because of a guy on a first date with a girl, he's comfortable enough to cry. Like, that might be something to look into. That's, um, a, bold, I, that's a bold <laughs> first date move. I know it worked. He got a second date out of it. But, hey. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, I was like hooked, not to the point where I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning to watch FP1 and two, but I was definitely starting to like watch races and get into it. And then like around 2017 is when I started to become like super, super invested. And of course, with Drive to Survive, that just added fuel to the fire in terms of like I liked it because you started to get to know the drivers and the people behind the scenes a lot better than you right. would see, yes. which a lot of people hate. But I love that aspect of Drive to Survive. Like you there, it, you it humanizes them. And especially now with social media, you get to see like a completely different side of the coin. And I right. appreciate that. Who are these who are these fucking nerds that are just like want to know about the car and the specs? <laughs> and yeah, the, it's like I couldn't I couldn't care less. Yes. I don't yes. want to know about the technology. I mean, I, yeah. I it's, it's somewhat interesting. It is. It, it it's is super it, interesting. No, it's definitely interesting, but it's also like overwhelming. It's like, it, you know, it's like yeah. looking at a foreign language. You're like, what the fuck? You know, I have a general sense or of, your birth chart. You have a ge right, or your birth chart. You have a general sense of like, you know, like, here's what I know about aerodynamics. It's like when I put my hand out of a window, if I go like this, my hand goes up. If I go like this, my hand goes down. And that is the downforce. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> dude, someone hire me, okay? I, I don't even Art know. Mar I don't Art even Mar's know going to Alpine. Right. Art Mar's, yes, it you, is right. You need, to, you need to be right. hired immediately. If it's like, if it's like down, that's why the, the rears of the car are higher. 
That's why the car is like slanted. I up think it's kind of down. like you know, like an airplane wing. The way it's shaped lifts yeah. the plane up in the air. Yeah, I think it's like a reverse airplane wing that's a, that shoves that's, the. That's what I'm saying. Just make sure you don't touch the wing because it's really, really expensive. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you're getting that from this podcast, but. Well, I think the content that you make also like speaks to you know what we love about the sport and and I think what like. There's a misconception, I think. You mean, where you people, mean, you people mean think, wanting Pierre Gasly to smack our ass like a drum? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, if you wait can, what's your shirt say? What's the says, shirt say? What's your shirt it say? It says the Pierre effect. Oh, the yes. Pierre effect. Yes. That is and one you almost, of my you knocked, hallmarks. You knocked over, I you almost knocked over did. your Yeti mic. I you knocked over your did. Yeti mic that fucking sucks. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, my God. The dick came out again. There it is. <laughs> oh, such a fucking Capricorn. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think, I, it, it, you know, there's something that we're going to do this whole episode on, on astrology. And, and we and but there's this misconception, I think, that when people see. By the way, pe- no, 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 no actual penis came out of the Zoom. OK. <laughs> Just yeah, you were just, just being ornery in- behavior. That's right. Yes. To clarify, she said the dick came. She said the dick came out again. I don't. I don't make sure. You can edit that out. It's clear that nobody, nobody, nobody stuck their dick out in the Zoom. Okay, continue. that's a really good like, point. I was gonna say no, Matt. She was just calling you an asshole, and I was like, well, no asshole. Came out of here, okay? But I think it's important to know that, like, just because you you know you you make content around like astrology and or the backward you know the people how much hotter the men Pierre look when they wear a backwards the Pierre effect the backwards yes. hat um, doesn't mean that you don't a care about the actual racing and know about the racing and understand the strategy and understand the, the intricacies of the sport people have this this conception that, like you know because you, everyone throws out the baby with the bathwater it's like just because and, and we get it we get it too i think it's probably like more so because you're a woman doing it but we mm-hmm. get it too just being like american and brash that there's this level of like just because we talk about how like carlos science is rich doesn't mean that we don't understand that they're like you're like well because his dad it's like yeah we know but he's also still it's like what are we what are we talking about i it's like we can walk and chew gum at the same exactly. time we can objectify Charles leclerc and still like follow the racing exactly yeah. We're multi-dimensional human beings. And that's, that's honestly yes. the reason that I made decided to start the TikTok any in the first place, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think because I started it at the end of October of last year. Right. <laughs> right after I had gotten back from the Austin Grand Prix. And the entire time, from the moment that I got off the plane until the moment I got back on the plane on Wednesday, I think, I constantly had to prove myself as a Formula One fan. Like I had to spew out facts and knowledge because men thought that I was just there for the drivers. Like, like, what do you mean? Like to, like to, like to sleep with them? I don't. They're like, oh, like, wh- you're just here you for mean? the drivers. Just to be, just to be near. Just to be like, it's as, yes. as if it's like you know, like you're gonna be like a Beatles, like a, be- a Beatles girl fainting. Yeah, like. You constantly have to qualify yourself as a fan, and I didn't see that between any of the male-to-male interactions. It's just like, oh, here, you're here. Like, we love F1. But as a woman, literally everyone that I came into contact with that I didn't already know, I had to prove myself, which I think is just ridiculous, especially when Wait, you're so at the Wait, so what's wrong Prix. with being there for the drivers? They're the stars. I mean, that yeah, is, like, like, a really compelling argument. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it is, like... I mean, they are the ones driving the car. So essentially, yeah. I am there for the drivers. But the connotation yeah. is like you're there because the drivers are hot and you think that they're hot. And that's the only reason why. 
which right. is ridiculous. I see. Right. But I mean, who cares? They're they're very good I mean, looking, and they're. I mean, we can see the role social media is playing. Like they're coming out with their own brands. They're marketable human beings. That's right. And oh, and they're hired a lot of them because of their marketability. Yeah, you know, it's it definitely definitely part of it. I mean, um, Daniel Ricardo is a brand. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, you, you, yes. it's like and, you and don't think that Ferrari brand, knew what they were brand. doing when they hired those two boys. It's like they knew what they were yeah. doing. They were, uh, and, and yeah, they're yes. yeah they're very talented and very skilled, but also the jawlines are right. <laughs> I mean, have but you seen it, the thirst traps lately? My goodness. I know. Well, the the the, the most the one that was posted today of Charles uh, ice climbing. I don't know. How does he? He was climbing up a block of a, a, a mountain of ice. I know in Italy. And melting it. Probably. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Charlotte Claire can't be that close to ice, okay? It's just going <laughs> to fucking, like, it's, that's a safety <laughs> yeah. hazard. You can't get someone who's <laughs> that fucking hot that close <laughs> to a block of ice and, and hanging off of it. I mean, Charles, what are you doing, my guy? That's that's too dangerous <laughs> for you. That is yeah. a safety, like, well, red flag conditions. Red flag conditions. <laughs> yes. That's right. It's too wet. It's too wet on the track. It's too wet on the track. We need to put on, <laughs> need to put on some inters or some wet tires. Um, okay, so... Let's get into the reason that we're here, which is to talk about astrology as it relates to the drivers and Formula One and all the things that, that we can we can connect and understand further about these boys. So before before we we get, get into, into it. it, let's uh, for our our you know listeners who don't um, know that much about astrology, <laughs> us included, <laughs> just in in terms of as much of like a simple breakdown of like what. Um, a like the different uh, things mean in terms of like the sun, the moon, the rising, and some of the other things that we're going to be talking about today, and just kind of what everything that goes into um, astrology. Okay, so yeah. yeah, it can get really, really confusing. So you guys stop me if I'm talking like in another language. But sure. astrology is basically like this pseudoscience, if you will, and it's the correlation between what's happening in the sky, so astronomical positions of like the planets and whatnot, and what's happening here on Earth. And so your birth chart or your natal chart, which is what we're going to be looking at today, is essentially like a snapshot of the sky when you were born. So that's why the time and the location that you were born is so crucial, because obviously mm -hmm. if you're born in London versus born in Austin, Texas, they're going to be different locations in the sky relative to you. And so... Um, the big three is something that we'll be talking about a lot today, and that's just basically someone's sun sign, someone's moon sign, and then their rising sign, which is also called your ascendant. And the sun is the sun is um, the basic corresponds one, to your right? birth your uh, your birthday. Most people know that one. Yeah, that's the so one that you kind of will know. Everyone know knows their sun sign because that's just your birthday. So if you're right. born like on April first, you're an Aries. Right. If you're born on December 26th, you're a Capricorn sun. And then does the moon sign, birthday. the moon sign, um, is that about the time of day you're born or where you're born or both? Uh, both. So the okay. one that like, for let for example, for most of the Formula One drivers, I sadly don't know their birth time because, right, you know, right. I don't have them on speed dial. So you, you, <laughs> you won't have their ascendant or their rising sign, but you can get gotcha. all of the other planets. Okay. Gotcha. 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 But if you want like a very accurate birth chart reading it is important to get the time because your ascendant that will affect like all of the positions and aspects right, right, right. and things of and, that nature. and from what i know about it the sun represents kind of like your ego 
um, your personality, the kind of like maybe the core of who you are. The moon represents your like emotional life. Wow, you're so and then, good. And then the rising is the kind of like how the world perceives you, like your mask to the world. Exactly. Yes. Boom. Uh, oh my God! Okay. You're like and, and we're how- already at two o two astrology. This is great. <laughs> is there? And and then I'm, I'm just my one question: Why, because of the position in the sky, that makes me a Capricorn and therefore a dick? Like, if she held me on for a little bit longer, would I have been a nicer person? I don't think Capricorns are dicks. I have real. I have a Capricorn stellium. I don't think I'm a dick. <laughs> okay. I think there's just, there's interesting correlations between what we see in the sky and what we see on earth. Like for example, mm-hmm. astrologers predicted that something big and bad was going to happen in March, 2020 before it ever happened. And then COVID happened. So it's quite interesting how we can see different historical events aligned with predictions from what was going on in the sky and the transits that we were seeing. I guess my question is, is how what's going on in the sky, how does, how does what's going on in the sky imbue itself on people's personalities? Like, what is there, are there any, are there any thoughts on that? I don't really have a reason as to why. It's just this occurrence that honestly has this crazy effect. I mean, the whole reason that I got into astrology in the first place was because I was trying to understand myself better. Mm-hmm. And so when I yeah. r- read my chart, I was like, that is eerily like me for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't have an yeah. answer to your question, like a concrete reason why someone who is a Capricorn son acts the way that they do. But generally speaking, we see someone who has heavy Capricorn placements being like the CEO, the hard worker of the Zodiac. And it's proven time okay. and time again in many studies. Like a lot of CEOs happen to be Capricorn sons. I'm sure there's a better worded reason as right. to why, but I don't have one. And there's and there we all we have to leave room for the possibility that like Matt might be a Capricorn, but that is Matt also might just be a dick and it has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> well, I will say that Matt's chart ruler is his Taurus Mars, and that makes him incredibly stubborn. And you really like you're very guarded and you like don't believe things initially. Like you need a lot of factual evidence. So it makes sense. Um, well, we'll Damn. get into our... As I fight her, as I fight her, I prove her point even more. That's true. Fuck. And And we'll get into, <laughs> we'll get into us later, but get, let's talk about the drivers and what we can, what we can gleam about why they are the way they are because of their birth charts. But, but we're doing, we're going to do pairings. Yes. Like, cause that's another, that's a great thing about astrology is that you can see how certain, um, sun signs, moon signs how certain astrological charts interact with each other. Right. Exactly. So that'll be fun. That's what I love about astrology. And I think why people have taken to the series that I started on TikTok so much, because it, it makes you go like, Oh my God, like that's crazy how that makes so much sense about that person. Like Lewis Hamilton and Toto Wolf, their charts explain them down to a T and it's fascinating to me at least. So let's start with Lewis that one of the big one of the big stories the next year is going to be Lewis and George and how Lewis and George are going to get along. Mm. There's a whole bunch of hype. You know, when George stepped into that car and he just took to it like a fish to water and people are like, is he going to, you know, it's like right now 
George has like I'm the company man and I'm on Twitter saying that everything that happened to Lewis Hamilton was unfair in Abu Dhabi but like come you know May this is June unacceptable of 2020 <laughs> that's right come May June 2022 and come you know the end of that season it's like if they're gonna be close like when are the claws gonna come out what's what's the, what's the vibe and so what can you tell us about where they how they match up uh, astrologically it is a challenging match I'll just say that out of the gate Ooh. I think that they have the potential to be really good if they work together, but there's so many things working against them, like as far as the dynamics of if Lewis comes back, which we now know is like an if, I personally think that he will, but he's going to be in true Lewis fashion, very hungry and like wanting to prove himself like he did after he lost to Nico. George has been wanting to move up to Mercedes and he's been pretty vocal about that. So he also has a lot to prove. So I think they're both going to be, um, those dynamics are going to play a lot, but speaking from astrology, Lewis Hamilton is 70% water sign. And he, that means he's very like, (laughs) he has absolutely (laughs) like little fire, like little air. He's heavy water and like earth. That's why he's a legend in the rain. (laughs) <laughs> that's exactly why <laughs> no what does that mean 70 percent water can you break that down for us so he's very sensitive and ruled by his emotions so mm-hmm. i know social media likes to do whatever they want to do with that but i tend to relate to that i don't have a lot of chart in my in my chart i don't have a lot of water in my chart but you can see his emotional reactions like through the radio i think that's really quite evident and I also think him taking this silence right now, it's very like the silence <laughs> is deafening. I think that's a very water <laughs> sign. He is so heavy Scorpio, which is it's just like playing to his chart right now. I just mm. it's, he's always playing so it's chess inter- when uh, when everyone else is playing checkers. It, it's interesting that you say that he's very emotional because I would say that I w- I'd be curious to know his rising sign because he's a Scorpio rising. Okay, because that, because he, to me, he presents, like, he tries to present a very controlled, careful image, like, measured. He always seems like trying to be in control. So, what is the Scorpio rising so what's, uh, speak to? To go off what you just said, that actually is a large part of his chart. So, he's very heavy Scorpio, and he's also very heavy Capricorn, which mm. is, incidentally, just what Michael Schumacher was. So they were both mm. uh, Capricorn Sun, Cancer Moons, and then their two most dominant signs but who were Scorpio was and more? Capricorn. Who was more Scorpio and Capricorn? They, who was, they be- were pretty who was the even. better Scorpio Capricorn? <laughs> oh, Jesus. They so, were alarmingly <laughs> even. <laughs> even? Mm-hmm. Like seven each even? I don't know what the percentage is. I just know that Lewis, <laughs> Lewis is okay. 69% water, which is crazy. Wow. And like the rest is earth, and like I think he has one fire sign. <laughs> so no okay, it, because if you watch yeah. him, because if you watch him interviewed, he doesn't seem like an emotional guy. So that's I feel like the, it pokes through. Yes. Yeah, so for earth signs, typically they tend to be really sensitive, but they don't project it. So it's really mm-hmm. going on on the inside. So there's mm. a lot of emotions there, very up and down. I was gonna say, what's his moon? He is a Cancer moon. Okay. So he's a Capricorn sun. Okay. Cancer Moon, Scorpio Rising, and he's pretty much like mostly Capricorn and Scorpio and like a little Pisces. Gotcha. 
And so how does that, in terms of like him being 69% water within George, how does that like, you know, where does George lie? So George is more mostly air. I like to call him an Aquarius king. (laughs) An Aquarius, he's very heavy Aquarius. And if you don't know what that is, which you guys probably don't, Mm -hmm. very eccentric, very like they like to do things by their own ways. They tend to be really opinionated, which is going to be interesting because Capricorns tend to really like how like routines they like doing what they do and Aquarius is really Mm -hmm. like um, breaking the mold and and going beyond so and we know that George has been really vocal in Williams and so I wonder if he'll do the same in Mercedes and how Lewis would respond to that because Lewis Mm -hmm. probably doesn't want any change he likes it how he likes it and George especially with the new car the new regulations is he going to be really outspoken I think that just plays to his chart because he's very air heavy. So they tend to be really innovative thinkers, think outside the box, like very visionary. Right. It'll be a question. George is smart. Very smart. Yes. Wouldn't wouldn't the smart move be like, let Lewis get his eighth. He'll get the fuck out of here. And then I can run this joint. I'm sure that Toto Wolf and, and everyone, they don't want what happened with Lewis and Nico to happen again. They don't want history to repeat itself. So I would imagine Mm -hmm. there's been a lot of conversations about that. Yeah. What I find interesting is that George Russell and, and Nico Rosberg share a placement. They both have the same moon sign. (laughs) Jesus. So I think that might be (laughs) interesting to see how that plays out. So they're both cancer moons and Libra moons, which is what um, Lewis and George are. Those moon signs are very sensitive to opinions about themselves. So that might be interesting how that plays out. It's interesting because uh, w- when I was in college, I went to drama school. So I, I, I uh, have a Bachelor of Fine Arts. And, I, uh, and part of when you go to a conservatory program is you do like crazy I, – I, you do like crazy – classes and mm-hmm. one of the classes we did was uh, a movement class in which we embodied the elements so we embodied fire we embodied air we embodied water and we embodied earth and something that that our teacher said and she was like the definition of like kind of like woo woo teacher just yeah. kind of like the, the whole I mean it's like it's the exact image of like of, it's an SNL sketch basically <laughs> I was in an SNL sketch for four years but um <laughs> What she talked about was that, like, you know, th- that the water sign, you know, not we, this in signs, but, you know, talking about the elements, like, water has the ability to, like, breathe life and also, um, you know, drown and suffocate. Exactly. And I think, like, the idea of w- and what Nico was, like, drowning under Lewis. Mm-hmm. Nico was, like, kind of, like, and he kind of, like, made his little, he made a little um, tornado for himself where he was able to, like, get out. And then he was like, I'm not going back in that shit. And then he was just out. <laughs> it was like, he literally, yeah. like, was like, Whoo! and got himself out of that situation and, and found his way out. So I think thinking in those terms, it feels like that's George. That's going to be George's challenge is like, are you going to get drowned in the Lewis water? Yeah. I mean, so they both have the, both of their signs are really loyal. They're really consistent. They're both really independent. Uh. Um, that's pretty much all that they have in common. <laughs> So Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So that's like all about structure. And then Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, which is all about like challenging those things, like thinking outside of the box. And so, like I said before, I I wonder if George is going to challenge it because you can think of like Aquarius being in the clouds, whereas Capricorn is very grounded. And so they kind of have to meet in the middle to be really successful. 
and they can right. be really I, successful because they're both incredibly hardworking and loyal. Mm -hmm. But I just wonder if because they have these two separate prerogatives and a lot on the line, if that might cause some tension or if they've already kind of managed through that. I know we haven't um, prepped you for this, but like I, for one more data point, do we do we, do you have any sort of idea of like Fernando's chart and how Fernando is a Leo? I know he's a Leo son. Uh -huh. Fernando is he defends like a liar. Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, he's a Leo. I don't know what other placements he has. I think he's pretty fire heavy. I mean, I could look it up really quick. You're asking that in terms of because of because of his relationship with Lewis, because he had he had he like he he had the worst relationship with Lewis. Right. And still uh, does. If, if you don't, <laughs> it, yeah. He's actively campaigning for Max to win. Okay, if you don't know, you don't know. Well, it's interesting because we... it seems like it's it, it, it just it is interesting the idea of like that Lewis is heavy water because it does feel so like people kind of like drown in his in his wake. He also has a Cancer Moon, just like uh, Lewis Hamilton, which is interesting. Um, mm. And his heaviest planets are Libra, just like George. Um, cancer, yeah. So I think honestly, it was probably just like looking at his chart really quickly. It was probably because he was heavy on water as well like Lewis. Interesting. I think Nico Rosberg also was heavy water. And when you have too much water, you're going to drown. Just like you said, Brian. Right. Um, okay. So okay. we got some, we got some potential. We, uh, you know, I, I hope that they start to battle it out <laughs> for, for, you know, the, 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 the slutty little fan of me. I, I'm hoping for a Rosberg kind of situation. Um, yep. But I do think that, that he will, the smart move, I think, for him on some level um, is to just kind of like sit back, watch Lewis do his thing, understand the like, this is how you win a championship. This is like just study him close up. And then, you know, take those key. I think that's like, that's the plan. It's like hand the baton and not miss a step and then like cruise his way to as many championships as possible, which is what Elaine Prost did because he was on the team with Nicky Lauda at McLaren, watched him win a championship and then went on to, to crush it. I yeah. agree. I mean, like being an Aquarius, he's definitely like a very visionary, like long-term, you know, mm -hmm. vision. So I would, I would hope that he does that. They both share a Pisces Mars, which means like they're not afraid to like play games to get what they want. I don't know if we'll see that at all, but I think overall, like George is a really smart guy and he can probably see the long term and the longevity in the sport. Because if you piss off Lewis Hamilton, like that's not going to do you any favors. <laughs> He's super <laughs> diplomatic, though. Like you can see that in his interviews. Right. So I, I feel like they should be fine. But if they if they work together, they will be an amazing team. It's just if they by working together, though, you mean kissing the fucking ring. <laughs> That's what you mean. Though. Yeah. Let's be true. Let's yeah. be real. Um, so next next pairing we want to talk about. They're not teammates, but they will be forever paired in history. Yeah. Lewis and Max. Yeah. Talk to me about that interaction. Lewis and Max could not be any more different. <laughs> so Lewis is, is water dom dominant. Do you guys want right. to take a guess of what Max Verstappen is? Fire dominant? Fire. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that checks out. He has, like, yeah. I think one water placement, which is why it's so hard to, like, express his emotions really well. Mm. Um. Like, you can see that in his interviews or like even I think the first time we saw him break down was after the championship was won. And he was. Yeah. He let his one little water out. He was like, I love you. <laughs> I love you. 
Yeah, (laughs) Max is so heavy fire, which just makes sense in every sense of the word. Like, aggressive, go-getter, like he's a bull just charging in. So his driving style matches his birth chart flawlessly. Mm, Interesting. That's what you get when you don't leave the space. (laughs) Yeah, he's very Sagittarius dominant, and Sagittarius people tend to lose their temper quite easily, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which we've seen with Max. Like, if someone asks him, you know, the same interview question over and over, he gets really annoyed. So it's just funny when you can kind of see those little things. But sometimes he's really chill. Like, sometimes... So he is a Virgo track. moon. It's the Virgo <laughs> oh, moon. Oh. Okay. That, because it's interesting. Because we've... Uh, so, what is, so what does a Virgo moon uh, say about you? So it means, like, you're really, like, a perfectionist. You're very mm-hmm. practical, mm-hmm. Yeah. reasonable, yep. tidy, like a clean yep. mind. Like what you see is what you get. Mm, that definitely is, rings true for him. And but it, it, so with the moon, that's like where your emotional life lives, right? So there's mm-hmm. so there's like in terms of um, understanding your moon is where you can like find your peace. Exactly. Right? And and it, what's interesting about Max is we've talked about this with Max before, which is that like Max and like it, will he ever be satisfied because like you know yas was so tough on him and and like will he be perpetually unfulfilled with his life but as i see max i kind of see him as someone who just like on some level very much knows himself very well and in his pursuit of that is actually like a very kind of peaceful and calm individual like at his core despite all of the fireworks around him he really is i mean so for a Virgo moon, they tend to, like, analyze their emotions all the time. So they mm. might be, like, like they're just so perfectionist in that aspect. But he has really heavy Libra placements, which is why he can be, like, really charming and diplomatic and almost like a, a people pleaser. For example, at the the F1 YouTube video where he tells that joke, like, hey, time to ra- wake up and eat. I mean, race. And he, like, waits for everyone to laugh. <laughs> that was him being a, like a Libra, like in every sense of the word. Interesting. But he is. You know, yeah. Go ahead. But then sometimes he says, like, I don't want to talk about this. I am not going to comment on that. That's the fire. But he was being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he's very I mean, straightforward. I mean, you can't. Yeah. I he mean, is. What he's you like, see I'm is not, what you he's get. Just like, he's just like, I'm not doing driver survive. Suck my dick. Fuck off. <laughs> just like, I don't want to do it. He's like, he's like, they, he's like, they manipulate the stories. I'm not doing it. He yeah. Just, because he yeah. wants it to be very honest. That's like right. the Virgo in him. He wants like mm. what you see is what you get. And because they tend to, I don't want to say fabricate storylines, but enhance things that might not be there. That probably really annoys him to his core. Uh, I would say Lewis is the opposite. Lewis is all about like, how can I spin this? How can he's I? He's very calculating. It's the Scorpio. Right. Very PR. Mm. And, and Max doesn't give a shit about PR. Right. What I think is interesting and with both um, Lewis, Max, and 80% of the grid is that they have a dominant Pluto in their chart, which is all about power. What? Right, right. So I was, this is what I was going to ask you. I was like, I was like, is there something about all these drivers that you see as 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 like the defining characteristic? Something that like, oh, that's in your chart. That means that's going to like have you be someone who's who's uh, like going to excel in this sport. Yes. And like, so the dominant Pluto. Can you explain what that what that means? Yes. Yeah, so Pluto is a pretty 
dark planet it's all about um like power struggles death transformation and when you have a dominant Mm. pluto in your chart you constantly feel the need to like test people and prove yourself and like if your ego gets in the way you can be very selfish and destructive because you want power at all costs like you'll do Mm. anything to prove it um and so 80 percent of the drivers on the 2022 grid have that placement only four don't interesting so So what that sounds like yeah so that makes it sounds like the psycho one. Is that the psycho one? It, it is. It's a challenging placement because you constantly feel like you have to prove yourself. You have to prove that you're the most powerful one of all. You're not the right. fairest one of all. You're the most powerful one of them all. Mm. And, and to but, be in that Fernando sport. Fernando doesn't have that one. Fernando doesn't have like it. He, yeah. But he's the biggest psycho on the grid. Well, maybe he's like overcompensating. It's like like a short guy. I in the think NBA. he might he's be like overcompensating because his chart <laughs> is so water heavy. Just looking at it right now, I mean that Leo's that Leo Sud probably is just that effervescent like need to be in the spotlight type of thing. But uh, under the flare of the the Leo, he has like really heavy Cancer placement, so he's quite emotional. Now, question about like the dominant like a, a dominant planet. How is that like? Because I'm like, because I think w- when in our in our pre-call you said that Matt and I both have dominant Plutos. Yeah, so you guys would be great Formula One drivers. <laughs> yes, which is what I've been. I've been Stay at out. least for me, I've been like, yeah. I I just feel like you get me in, in the, like a little fucking like if you get me in the karting, I'm gonna fucking dominate that shit. It, and it, it was a missed that, opportunity that, for your determ- parents. See that determination but in his voice? That's the Pluto talking. Right? How do you know if it's no, so it's the Aries so we both have the psycho planet. What's that? We both have the psycho planet. It's not psycho. I, I have a Scorpio Pluto too. It, mine's just not dominant. Um, but you can tell yeah, if so it's I have a Scorpio. Okay. I have a Scorpio so Pluto. Michaela, Michaela, we all have Scorpio have Plutos. Do we gener- really? Yeah, Michaela. it's a generational thing. Because if you oh, think about oh, it, Pluto oh, 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 is orbiting the Earth at a really low, like slow pace, right? So I a lot see. of people have that placement, gotcha. but it's how the uh, how it's interacting with the other planets in your chart. Does nobody have a Pluto anymore after like 2012? Because it's not a planet anymore. I don't know. But I, th- I don't know the year that it stopped being in the sign of Scorpio. But for all so of us you, and Lewis, we have Scorpio Plutos. Th- so there's no such here. thing as a psycho chart. Like there's no chart of a guy that you'd look at and be like, no way would I even go on one date with this guy. Oh, I would absolutely do that. Yes. But like, that's you serious. knowing your own, like that's new, you knowing your own self and how you would vibe with someone. In that, well, like for chart. example, a lot of serial killers are Sagittarius's. Like you can look. So that's the trash. That's the trash one. <laughs> it's like Sagittarius, <laughs> Pisces, and something else. But li- there mm. are like red flags in, in people's charts, but that's really specific to like yourself too. Gotcha. If that makes okay. sense. Right, 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 right. So you didn't see. So you didn't see any red flags in our charts. You know what's funny? Your guys's <laughs> chart. It makes so much sense. Mm. I mean, just from listening to your podcast and then talking to you, it's like. <laughs> It's nothing but chaos, and it makes so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I think we're like. We'll so get we to that. We'll get to that. We should get to that. Okay. Okay. Before we get to that. No, no, no. We'll get to that. We'll get to that late at the yeah, end yeah, yeah, for yeah, the people yeah. who. Right. Yeah. Who, who so stick the five around? People <laughs> actually give a shit about us. I think uh, let's do. Um, I think let's let's save Toto Christian. I think that like oh, now okay. let's do let's do um, Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc because oh. there's a lot of there's a lot of heat. 
around those boys next year and what the, what the dynamic. We've already seen little hints of it, and we've done a lot of. I think we've probably analyzed, um, certainly analyzed Carlos more than maybe like every other driver. We've really been kind of like getting into like just like the headspace of like what makes Carlos Sainz tick and like how he is the self-proclaimed smooth operator, which comes with its own thing, but there's probably a planetary reason that describes why he gave himself his own fucking nickname. Maybe it's because something's in Virgo. But um so, am I right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so let's get <laughs> so, into so, Sainz whoa. and Leclerc. I need yeah. I just want you guys to guess because someone is very water heavy and someone is fire heavy. Okay, I, I think that. Whoa, 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 Leclerc is water. No, Leclerc is fire, and 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 science is no, water. No, Leclerc is so emotional. No, Brian is so right. <laughs> Boom! You know what? Yeah. My first thought was that Leclerc is water because Leclerc has the kind of like he he um he has more like <laughs> soft boy energy. He's just like sweeter. So I was just like, oh, he's sweeter. That's water. But then, like, if I think about like, he, he's much more. He's fucking fiery. When when shit doesn't go his way, when you we, we talk about like, I am when, stupid. Yeah, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like you talk about the, the but like that's the, emotional. The, that's emotional. Yeah, but uh, but but uh, you know, Max is also emotional on the track, and but it's it comes out as fire. All these things deal with our emotions. You know, it's but like, Carlos doesn't seem emotional to me. He's Carlos he's very grounded. Carlos seems Virgo. Carlos he's seems heavy calculated. Virgo. He's heavy okay. Virgo and wow. heavy camp cancer. I'm already, I'm already speaking the fucking language. I know, Matt. Okay. <laughs> Matt, what will okay. make you he happy seems... is you share a sign with Charles Leclerc. You're both airy moons. Aries moons. What does that mean? It means they're both hot as fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> How do no, you what know? does it actually mean? What does it actually mean? So Aries is very like fiery. So you can be like sometimes you think before you you don't think before you say. And yep. I think that right. and I think that speaks volumes for both you and Charles because you both say yeah. things and you just don't think about it. Like you're just Charles doesn't think before he he sends it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like very just impulsive, quick. Things can't happen yes. soon enough for yes. for that placement. Yes. I have an Aries moon too and it's a it's a challenging one. Mm. I noticed Charles has like a different radio voice. Like most of their voices always sound the same, but his gets all like husky. Mhm. Did he break my fucking car? Yeah. yeah like yeah, he gets yeah. all fucking like husky and like weird on the fucking radio he he gets fiery he gets fiery fiery. yeah so he's so carlos signs is a virgo son Charles leclerc Mm -hmm. is a libra son but he he has really heavy um fire placements but virgo and libra i actually really like them together but it's like truly opposites attract like they could not be more different and if you need to understand the difference between a Virgo and a Libra, just watch any of the C-square challenges because they completely act like their sun sign in them. So, like, okay. did you see the one where they were packing and Carlos was, like, neatly packing and Charles is just, yes. like, being completely erratic? Like, his head is always in the clouds. That's just classic Libra versus Virgo. And I think that explains a lot of their dynamic. Interesting. but Yeah, but things seem tense there. So you I say that they're like opposites attract. Yes. So speaking purely just to their sun sign, I think they're quite harmonious in that aspect. But I think mm. the larger, the more complicated part is the Aries moon and Cancer moons. So you have fire and water. So fire is going to extinguish the, the water immediately. And I don't remember what race it was, but you could hear 
Carlos talking to Charles on the radio and he's like, come on, don't do this. Like, you know, when he was trying to pass him. Uh-huh. And I find yeah. it interesting because Carlos Sainz does not have a dominant Pluto and Charles does. And so I wonder how that's going to play into the dynamic, especially with all of the talk of Ferrari being potentially a top team this season mm-hmm. and all of the pressure on one Carlos hoping to keep his seat and then Charles Leclerc wanting to, you know, win his title. See, but the thing is, is if if I had to choose <laughs> who to leave my girlfriend alone with, I would leave him alone with I would leave her alone with um, Charles Charles before Carlos. I don't trust Carl. I think Carlos is a fucking slippery, slippery man. What? What is what? with this Carlos side slander? I will not take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love you. Uh, I, we just I think we. Just what think is go- you? You look at Carlos and you're like, I trust that guy. I like Carlos sides. I think he's very. I like meticulous. him too. I, I like him too. But really do you trust him? Yeah, I do. I, I like. I like him as a. Dr- I think he's a good driver. I just don't trust. I think the guy is sneaky. I think he's I calculating. Think, yeah, I think. He's calculated. I think he's calculated. I think. I think he. He he's a survivor. He's a cat that lands on his feet. He's cunning. He befriended Lando Norris. Like Lando Norris has got this little brother complex about him, and and for some reason, whenever Lando Norris is this great driver, but around Carlos, he just shrivels. And he he dr- he jumped into Ferrari that th- uh, this this team that threw a five year contract at Charles is supposed to be the future of their organization, and all of a sudden. The, the sun, you know, seems to be shining more and more on Carlos every day. I think he's a fucking operator and he knows that and his dad was in the his dad was a race car driver. He knows the world. He knows he knows the politics. He's sharp. You just described a Virgo very well. Thank you. <laughs> right. Boom. Who would you want to tr- who would you trust more, a Virgo or whatever the fuck Charles is? What's Charles? Leo? He's a Libra sun, Aries moon, Scorpio rising. Mm. So we, so you look at the charts, who are you trusting? Chart was. Who am I trusting? Whose chart are you trusting? Who you lend who you Charles lending Leclerc. money to? Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Moving right the fuck along. Okay. <laughs> I will say, so what's interesting is Virgo is ruled by the planet of Mer- Mercury, which is all about communication. And so you can see that with when Carlos Sainz speaks, he's very articulate, like very... Deliberate. Deliberate. Yes, that's a good one. Um, I saw a thing where they were talking. They were talking to Carlos Sainz about like next year Ferrari and, and and like the potential battles. And at some point he was like, you know, do you? And he was like, well, of course I want Charles. To, he's like, he's like, I want Charles to do well because like it only helps me. It only helps me if Charles does well. And I think like that's how he sees it. But like he's very conniving and and cunning in that like that will be the case until it's like and the second that Charles doing well does not serve. Carlos, then it's like boom, stab. Like he'll no hesitation. He'll yeah, kill, he'll he'll kill you right there. Definitely. It's, it's like, but the, you know, the, it's 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 like uh you know uh, a golem leading the the Frodo and Samwise to right. the thing. He's like, it's like, no, I'll help you because at the end of the day, like, I just want the fucking ring. On, I want the ring around your neck. I, I mean, that's the why they sacked Seb. Like, Charles came in yeah. and completely annihilated or 
was better than Seb and they yeah. treated him really horribly and right. didn't uh, extend I mean his the, contract. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if like you and I have the best compatibility and like our best of friends. The problem is, is if I beat you by too much, like your fucking career is over and like there's no astrological <laughs> sort of um, compatibility that's or, or personality compatibility that's going to overcome the fact that like Carlos Sainz could fuck Charles Leclerc's whole life up. Right. And this is a fact. Yikes. And <laughs> with his Virgo communicate, like there are rumors that Bonotto um, favors uh, Carlos Sainz uh, driver feedback because he's a Virgo. Yeah, I can't believe I'm like buying into this. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> he communicate. He communicates better. It's true. So Virgos funny, are just good. literally what we've been talking about. We literally been talking about that. Yeah. So now we now Virgos we have are so good with the details. Like they're very, just like you said, deliberate, perfectionist. Like you know, one after the other after the other. Whereas Libras said, are yeah. just like they're people pleasers. They're really good at like playing like being diplomatic mm. and stuff. But they're like their heads are in the clouds. It's an air sign, so they're just right. kind of like. That you is know, a bit of Leclerc's vibe. You, right? Charles like, totally. Charles like, totally I don't know, make vibe. it go faster. He's it always fast. like, he's such a mood because he's always like doing these things. And I'm like, oh my God, like his head is always in the clouds. Like, and, but Carlos is just so like, to your point, like you don't want to trust him because he's so serious. Who, who do you think's hotter? Oh. <laughs> I, can I guess? Can I guess? Sure. Can I guess? I'm going to guess. I don't even know you who think I think. Carlos you no, know, I know who you think is hotter because you because you said you trust Carlos signs. <laughs> but then I told you to just look at the charts and you p- prefer Charles Leclerc <laughs> chart. So when you take their looks out of it and you just look at the chart, you don't like that chart. <laughs> but you look into those those, those honey those brown eyes. Fucking, <laughs> I those mean, honey brown smoldering fucking eyes. All of a sudden, you want to open your pocketbook and loan him some money. I mean, combat compatibility speaking, Carlos Sides and I are not compatible at all. <laughs> but he is very good looking. Right, right. But so, who do you think is hotter? That is the limit does not exist. I can't answer that question. <laughs> they're they're so hot. And, and it's funny because both both Virgo and Libra placements are all about like the aesthetic, like they appreciate the finer things in life, which just makes sense mm. that they're both at Ferrari, which is like this aesthetic kind of brand. So I think it's a good fit for them, at least for mm, the time being. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so we've 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 dealt with the boys of Ferrari and now now let's get to the fucking the reason we're all here. The reason we're all here, the 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 two men um at the fucking King Kong and 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 <laughs> and uh, Godzilla, fucking <sighs> Toto Wolf and Christian Horner. Let's talk about their fucking charts. Oh my god! If I was a like romance fiction author, Toto Wolf and Christian Horner would be the perfect de- depiction of enemies to lovers. I swear to God, like they're they're really compatible. They are, but they have placements that speak so much to why they're so competitive and why they uh-huh. generally may not have a nice taste in their mouths as it relates to each other. Interesting phrasing. Speak, speak more. Of that. What's interesting about what you say that is that like at, at one point, one of our in one of our earlier episodes, 
we talked about like fanfic when it came to Christian and Toto. Wait, there's fanfic? No, no, no. But like, no, we, we talked about wanting. Oh, that, like, you want need, it. We oh, well, I just gave started, someone a really good idea. I, and you had the I whole. You had, yeah, you and you freestyled. And the, and the, and the narrative that you that you spun was that like. I, I said, I said, Christian, Christian won the driver's championship and he's sitting in his trailer and he's covered in champagne sopping wet and Toto comes into his trailer and he goes so Christian you got everything you ever wanted and Christian goes not everything <laughs> and that's where the magic happened yes <laughs> oh that my was God. my beginning to some erotic shit <laughs> them peeling off their fucking button-down shirts <laughs> and just fucking oh going at it. Pull that Patronus out, baby, and oh. put that Patronus on the yeah. floor. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's see oh if we can, uh, we can see if we can put the, some acid in this Martin. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so it, let's detail how they, you know, the lovers, the 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 enemies to lovers journey. So total wolf's chart. He's over a third Sagittarius. So very fire. So he's the serial killer. <laughs> you have a good memory. You're saying Total Wolf is a serial killer? I did not say that. Uh, but statistically <laughs> speaking, Sagittarius is. But he's not a Sag son. He's a Capricorn son. So that's his saving uh-huh. grace, I think. Okay. So he's a Capricorn like me. So yes, both he is. Me yeah, and he's are a both Capricorn. And, cool. and Lewis. If he was, I will say that if he was a serial killer, he would be the best one. <laughs> oh yeah, because he's he's so charming. He's so charming. He would not have to sneak up on any because they they talk about this in Mindhunter. Like certain serial killers like have to sneak up on their prey or the the prey. Certain serial killers have to sneak up on their victims, while others can just talk to them and like lure them places. Right. Well, that was the whole Ted Bundy. He'd be. He'd, yeah. he I think would, Ted Bundy he, was a Sagittarius. Like, you know, if if Total Wolf like wanted to break another record, I bet he could break Bundy's record. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, I I'm not agreeing with that. <laughs> oh my god! But so Total Wolf is okay. really heavy Sagittarius, which is funny because just like I said with Max, they tend to lose their temper, so it makes it tracks. But he's also very mm-hmm. heavy Capricorn placements, which is why I think he works really well with Lewis. So he has the same energy as Lewis, really hardworking, very ambitious, very visionary. But I think the, th- mm. the things that are most interesting between Christian and Toto, they have a common placement that just explains everything about their dynamic, and that is their Aries-Mars. So mm. Mars is all about action. And when it's in the right. sign of Aries, like they're ready to battle. Like they are impatient. They're impulsive. Um, like in a, At least in with all these little war games. Like they At can't be bothered with, with diplomacy. Like they're very straightforward and they're unyielding to anyone else. Like they don't ca- they don't care about other wow. people's opinions. And so it's so funny mm. that they both have that placement and it's a dominant placement in their charts. I, th- I find that fascinating. Interesting. So that that's why they're such a fucking good head to head battle. Is that they're that the they're Mars. They're literally like like Rams going at each other all of the time. In terms of like elemental things, is there like some a through line? Is like one f- predominantly fire and the other, you know, is there is there anything that we can glean from that? Um so they both have heavy fire placements, but Christian is really heavy Scorpio, which is interesting. 
that checks out. So he's very passionate, can be really destructive and like isn't intolerant Scorpio, of people. Isn't Scorpio a, another trash sign? So Scorpio is a is a water sign, but a lot of people misidentify it as a fire sign because they're so passionate. Um, mm. But like Scorpios, they are what they are, and like they don't care about what anyone else thinks about them. Like they're not going to change. Interesting. Uh, I my association with Scorpio is that um, <laughs> say name Matt. <laughs> Scorpio. Oh boy. <laughs> who is she who uh, fucked up is our <laughs> whole middle school life. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this person dated Matt in middle school and I lost my virginity to this person and um Oh my god. And she was a Scorpio. And, They're very alluring. And yeah, like the Scorpio it was like I was like <laughs> she had so much pa- I mean she just had so much power when we were young. She just like yes. just ruled her kingdom and was she was like it was like Cersei Lannister vibes like but yeah. make it middle school and yeah. um that's calculated. But what's weird and is she's so harmless like, now. She's so sweet now. Now she now. yeah she's just so sweet and and harmless. But when we were when we were young she it was like that Scorpio energy and I, I just remember being like oh like that's I was like I just, that was the first my first association with astrology was like oh. That's that a, Scorpio. a Scorpio. Scorpio, Scorpio, and I was like, trouble. okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Scorpios, really? I really do. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Our 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 other, our other very good friend Blair is a Scorpio as well. Really? And yeah, Blair's she's the Scorpio. opposite. And, she's the opposite. And my and my niece, my newborn niece, is a Scorpio as well. So I'm hoping I, I need to understand why a Scorpio is good. <laughs> Scorpios not, are amazing. Ruin, and not going to ruin a bunch of people's lives in middle school. <laughs> you guys both have Aries placements, and Aries and Scorpio tend to do really well together. At least in my opinion, even though it's not fire in, and not water. Not in seventh I, grade. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things going on in seventh grade that probably affected that. <laughs> Just saying. So wait, back to Christian being a Scorpio. How does that how does that play out in his uh, in his antics and behavior? What's 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 the what's the thing that makes Christian kind of <laughs> the be the way that he is in the most like when we think of like Christian Horner, so, the, the the Matrix snapshot, which is him like accusing Lewis of murder, <laughs> of attempted murder. <laughs> like I have a what, perfect Where does statement. that come from? I have a perfect statement for that. So as okay. I was typing up my like 45-page document last night, so Christian <laughs> Horner has his Mercury in Scorpio, and I literally wrote this sentence. Christian is fond of provocations and handles contradictions not so skillfully, <laughs> and, he can't, and he can come across very dishonest. He has a kind of boldness that prompts him to do foolish things. Okay, I, yep. I just want to tell the listeners that after she did this reading, she like opened her mouth and arched her eyebrows like, oh my God, isn't this fire what I'm saying? And it was so awesome. <laughs> well, I find so. it so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. like, how else can you explain it? Like that's describing Christian Horner and that was just me looking at one of his placements last night. Wow. Jesus, that's like he's very He's like tinted with causticity is what i wrote you're really you're really tipping me towards astrology because i remember like i i was i remember the last time i texted my mom for my birth time the last was like a couple (laughs) years ago when i was single i texted my mom i was like when was i born and she's like are you on some date with some awful girl from la and i was like (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> and you're and you are totally curing me of that. So, oh good. Thank you. 
you're like, I mean, that's what I said. Like astrology is such a cool way to get to know why people are the way that they are. So like, Mm -hmm. instead of judging them, you can just be like, oh, well, he's an Aries moon. Like, move on to the next. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She put in my chart and she was like, Jesus. I just think it's funny because (laughs) I put in both of your charts and I was reading your charts and I was like, I am like both of them. It's really weird. Like we, I share so many placements with both you and Brian. Which interesting. Is interesting. So, so okay, I think we're at the point. Let's let's get into let's get into. We're gonna do Matt and I, but we're also gonna bring it into the drivers. So don't don't leave us yet. If you're just yeah. here for if you're just here for for uh, Michaela, there's 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 more drivers to come. But let's talk about Matt and my chart. How would we how would we fare? Um, as uh, as as driver as if 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 we both got the call and we both were going to be the new drivers for Haas and next year the Haas twenty two <laughs> car had a, a just unbelievable aerodynamics and or the engine or was fucking or 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 if yeah. we decided to run like something like a podcast together how would we fare yeah. Ast- astrologically <laughs> yeah. you guys do really well together and it's okay. interesting because so Brian you're an Aries sun just like me yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Matt, your rising sign is Aries, and you also have an Aries moon. So, so what's an Aries? Probably, what's an Aries? What, like what so is? So you that? can. So they're the first sign of the zodiac. So they're very like the starters, self like very ambitious, like go and get it, like quick. Things can't happen soon enough. Impulsive. Brian is pushy. <laughs> yes, he is and pushy. his chart. <laughs> he was like, explains hey. That. Hey, <laughs> let me get lunch with Pete. Uh, let me get lunch. He was like, I'm going to get lunch with Charles Leclerc. I'm going to do it. And I'm, I'm, I was like, Aries have uh, like very strong personalities. They're pioneers. They love a challenge. Like they, they're very direct, very straightforward, like very stubborn, very impulsive, very restless. Like we have a friend that's a, obsessed with PTA, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> and like the director. And Brian's like, I would have fucked PTA already if I was, <laughs> if I put my mind to it. Because Brian is pushy. Yeah, but what's funny is like the energy, like Brian, you have such great energy about you, and I attribute that largely to your Aries son. Yeah, I would and say we both of, do. We totally both do. But yeah. but the thing is, like his energy triggers your Aries moon and your Aries rising, so it it you like feed off of his energy, and I even mm. see that like in this in this podcast like you yeah, just you're welcome, feed, feed off of each other but i will say so matt you have a capricorn sun brian you have a virgo moon and that means that you both can do really well and i could see that virgo moon with brian at the beginning of this podcast like having everything you know in order <laughs> and together like you guys do uh-huh. have that that's a first well uh, because you have heavy capricorn placements but i can really see how you can do well together because you have that fire but you have that grounding earth presence which is really nice and you both yell a lot which i attribute to your mercury signs what's our mercury signs? okay wait so yeah. mercury is all about communication brian mm-hmm. has an aries mercury which happens mm-hmm. to be his chart ruler and Matt, you have a Sagittarius Mercury, so those are so two. So the trash one. So you both express yourselves with, like, let's say, vigor. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, like we fucking don't, Michaela. You <laughs> shut your stupid fucking mouth. You have you have confidence. You have energy. You have enthusiasm. Like you defend your ideas with passion. Both of you do, which is so That's... funny because you're like. 
I was listening to your podcast and I'm like, they're yelling the whole time. And then I saw your Mercury signs and I was like, it's, it's their Mercury signs. Like they can't help it. (laughs) But I also have an Aries Mercury. So that's probably why I've been yelling with you guys. It's interesting because it's my whole life that people have just been like, well, you're just too loud New York Jews. So maybe there's something, there's something in, there's something in the water, but you know, not all Jews are uh, like us. (laughs) People are just like people are like oh like you're just oh you're a New Yorker it, it fits it fits well with the with the I think that's something that I think that I like about growing up in New York and I think that Matt is and I is there any feel is like there New any Yorkers. wait it's our out. Mercury signs that really made us like fish to water for why we should we why we're meant to be born there is there I any mean, part of Brian's sign that's two faced so he has a Gemini rising thank you yes. <laughs> but Geminis are like they can be two-faced but that's not all about them like Geminis are can be like really spontaneous like you're mm-hmm. always doing you're always on to the next thing like you wait so what's his Gemini passions. what's his Gemini where is his Gemini his, right, I... his rising sign is Gemini and yours Matt is mm. Aries so Aries and Gemini do really well together one of my best friends is a Gemini and you're like very adventurous like you your fights can get really bad though I would imagine that's true. That is true. Well, the last true. time we got into <laughs> Matt, Matt asks that because um, I was our last fight. I was our last fight. It was kind of like our last fight before, a, and and like Formula One is like kind of part of what brought us back together. Oh, um, which was Formula that, One um, is our child that we like have stayed together for. <laughs> oh, that's really sweet. <laughs> Matt called me. Matt was calling me Switzerland because he said that I play both sides. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> Matt was accusing me of being Switzerland and being and and then I um, lashed out and and told him something very mean and yes. I don't even really. Yes. <laughs> you both have um, like this desire. You also to be called the best. me. And I remember also. I also. I also remember we were playing video games once. Oh yeah. And I beat Brian in video games. And Brian used to be really short. And um, yeah. And I realize now that that was that like that's like that that's like mean <laughs> like I, that, that to make because in my head because in my head I'm because in my head I'm like Brian's not short anymore so I can make fun of how he used to be short and that won't be a problem but we've since mm-hmm. we've since hashed it out and that that's something that you know is not good not nice to say <laughs> well because you know brian you know brian feels maybe has some imposter syndrome or something you know it's probably the virgo moon i think it might be that he was very short and now he's not and 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 has still has the short guy feeling sometimes and i beat him and i was like you're still that little f- <laughs> like hannibal lecter <laughs> I was like, Matt, I, I that's beat so him. Mean. I, I, I know I beat him. And I was like, you're still that little boy in that little room. Cause Brian, Brian grew up in this. It was like Harry Potter, like where Harry Potter grew up. It was so tiny. He grew up in a closet. He grew up in a, under like, the stairs. Basically. <laughs> Basically, it was in, a, it was in a, a nice New York apartment, but I I was given like the the, the maid's quarter, like glorified clo- oh. Yeah, like it was the, a maid's quarters. Closet. Like he grew up in an yeah. old uh-huh. apartment that had a maid's quarters, but they didn't have a maid. They just had an extra kid, and they put him in there. <laughs> and and he didn't grow because he lived in such a small little uh, place. And 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 his bathroom was a like a literal cl- like you had to like move clothes aside. 
to we're gonna cut all this. He had to he had to move clothes aside to take a piss. Like you were like you had his shirts in your face when you were peeing. But um, you know what's interesting? I, yeah, is that yeah. you you both have your North Node and Capricorn, and your North Node essentially is like things that you have to like work on in this lifetime. And part of that being in Capricorn is that things that happened in your childhood, you tend to hold on to them. So just you like saying that story is quite interesting to me. Matt is the king of uh, of not letting anything go. Mm-hmm. Yep, is what I will say. I am an elephant. And then I did. I did. Uh, after that, I I called Matt an alcoholic. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, you guys really like went cutthroat. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I real I realized when he called me an alcoholic with like so much venom, I realized I I went too far. <laughs> and then, and then I talked to. I called our mutual friend Harry, and Harry's like, "Yeah, that was way out of bounds." What you said, I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and I, I, even though I'm a Capricorn, I, I apologize. I apologize to him. And I mean, Capricorns do apro- apologize, uh, but it, it, not according to uh, uh, Michael Schumacher's uh, old friend, who Ooh. said that that was he was a, he's a Steinbuck yes. Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, yes. Steinbuck. That's <laughs> Capricorns never apologize. Yes. <laughs> so basically, basically, the chart says that I'm amazing and Brian's shit. And I, I think you him. guys are okay. no I think you guys are really well balanced and I think you understand each other but I think your fights can get really venomous and bad but you'll always mm. come back to each other because you understand each other yes which is like true. a double-edged sword right because if you understand right. each other you can know how to hurt them really badly that's true Ooh. <laughs> we do know how to do that don't we we do know how to do that yes we do so okay so now <laughs> We've talked about Matt and I, but let's talk about the two men that we would leave each other for in a heartbeat. Yes. Um, <laughs> Matt is famously in love with Pierre Gasly and sees much of himself in Pierre Gasly. So how does my friend Matt match up with Pierre? Well, you both have a Capricorn stellium. So very loyal, hardworking. Success is very important to you. So mm. Pierre Gasly is another Aquarius king. So Matt, I don't think you have much if any air in your chart so that might be a little bit hard because he tends to be like really good at communication like innovation very flexible whereas you're a little bit more rigid probably like you like things how you like them to be done is Mm. that true i'm sorry can can, can we can we take can we take that one more time and you just tell me that we're really compatible Uh, you are in the so here is what i will say just back up just say just say okay i think you i think you could be hey Michaela, like, how do you think, uh, Matt, how do you think me and Pierre would go? And then you say, flawlessly, because Lewis is a Capricorn son, and Pierre and Lewis get along well. So, send the stars. How about that? Great, so nailed it. Wow, armed, you strong armed our, our much more intelligent <laughs> guest into saying something stupid. <laughs> so, Pierre Gasly has a Virgo moon, just like Brian. So. Oh fuck yeah, dude! So you're that saying so he's you, also that means he's, you could hurt. That he, means that you could hurt Pierre Gasly in the same way that you that you hurt me. So you know what's interesting? Time. Pierre Gasly has a Virgo moon <laughs> and Gemini rising, just like Brian. Oh, ho, ho, ho. so wait, am I am I a better match with Pierre? Is that what you're saying? Oh, Brian, you're a better match go. with both of them. <laughs> Michaela. Oh! Fuck yes, dude. Michaela, 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 Michaela. I'm really no, no, no. Moving on, moving on, moving on. That was awesome. No, but you're giving. No, 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 no. Michaela, you're kind of giving mixed messages because you said me and Brian are a good match. You're, you are a really good match. But, but then, but, but I said that you're a good match with Pierre. But, 
did you say that? Yes. I said you both have a Capricorn You're, stellium. But, but you were like, ah, there's not a lot of air in your chart, and like I'm just <laughs> seeing shit that's not. I think you're focusing on the wrong details here, my friend. Okay. <laughs> the important thing is I'm that focusing I've, on the fa- I I'm focusing up. on the fact that you said that Brian matched up better so, with Pierre than I did. That's what whoa, I'm that, uh, Well, hey, I, Matt, Matt, it's not, it's not her. It's the stars. It's okay? the stars. Okay. Shit was written <laughs> the fucking the stars. thing that's nice is, is because I just said that you and Brian get along really well, and Brian and Pierre have two of the s- same signs in their big three. So if you guys have a really long-standing friendship, that only shows that you and Pierre have the potential to do just the same. So from this point on, I think what Michaela is saying is that, Matt, when you speak to me, speak as if you're talking to Pierre Gasly, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and no, when we have our communications, have... I want you to fucking talk to me like you would. You talk to Pierre. You talk to your mother with that mouth. You talk to Pierre Gasly with that you mouth. Know what we I want to hear done. a single you know thing that you say her? to me that you wouldn't say to Pierre. You know what we should have asked her, Brian? We should what? have asked her what uh, Logan Paul's chart was. Logan Paul has an Aries moon just like you and me, Matt. I know that off the top of my head. Oh I'm my pretty God. sure he's Whoa. an Aries sun just like Brian and I too, which is crazy. I think I... Okay. <laughs> well, like he's so- double, he, he has a lot of Aries energy. It's a lot of Aries energy, that Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. very Aries energy. Oh, yeah. Because Pierre he's is like obsessed with Logan Paul. Is he? I didn't know that. Yeah, he likes every like he invited like <laughs> Logan Paul was like an honored guest of Pierre's at one of at at, at, uh, at, at uh, Austin. At, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, I mean, Matt, yeah. you you should have been invited, and Brian. Yep. Yeah. Um. So we've okay. covered that Matt and Pierre don't get along as well as <laughs> I would get along with Pierre, but um, in terms of my compatibility with you know my i mean listen i already know that we're compatible because like <laughs> we were at the lunch and it was a vibe you know just kidding he um definitely didn't follow me on instagram afterwards and i think if he knows about the fact that i've talked about him it's purely from a place of like fuck why did i get fucking lunch with that kid um but how do charles leclerc and i match up um i actually really like the pairing but it, it okay so you, your son is Aries. His son is Libra, which in in astrology are called sister signs. So you're kind of opposites. Okay. So Aries is all about like the me, whereas Libra is all about the we. So you can really learn from each other in that aspect, which is nice. Mm, okay. Um, you have a Virgo moon. He has an Aries moon. So fire and earth, not exactly compatible. But since Matt has an Aries moon, you tend to know how to deal with that kind of emotional volatility. So right. that's good. And then he he's a Scorpio rising. You're a Gemini rising, which honestly, I don't hate. So I, th- I think Amazing. you have pretty good um, compatibility. compatibility. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. I, I did feel like at that lunch, we had a lot to teach each other. Yeah, it like you could really it would be a relationship where you could learn a lot from each other. I feel that. I yeah. feel that. And I you both like have had, dominant I, Plutos, so he could show yeah, you ever, how to be a race car driver. Right. Ever right, since right. that lunch, Brian's been drinking Coke Zero and being like, just like Charles. <laughs> Is that like what Charles. he drank? Oh my gosh. I wouldn't well, have you know, he, wanted a Coke, for- he wanted a Coke Zero and they had Diet Coke and he said that's fine, but he would have preferred a Coke Zero. So. Coke zero, you know, it I've been is. Trying to, I've been trying to drop a couple, drop a couple LBs, and um, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking maybe I don't need to drink full sugar Coke, and maybe I could switch over to the Charlotte Claire diet. Okay. I so, think I think that yeah. just to be fair, I think that Matt would also be a, a good match with Charles Leclerc. Whoa. 
Okay, moving right <laughs> along. Um, no, uh, uh, unfortunately, no no time to explore that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the the last thing that we have uh, in in terms of things that we wanted to ask you, and then and then I think we want to leave some space if there's anything that you wanted to kind of like talk about, get off your chest with when it comes to a- a- astrology. But we want we we got to know about the man, the myth, the legend, Gunther Steiner. Oh my God! Tell he, us why Gunter is the way that he is because we've never seen we anyone like him it. in our entire lives, and we just want to know why he is the way that he is. What makes him tick? I have to tell you, when I was looking at his chart last <laughs> night, I audibly gasped because I have five placements in common with him. I was like, "Am I Gunter? Like, what <laughs> the fuck is going on?" So he is an Aries, and Bride, you and him share a lot of those similar placements. So he is, oh my God. so he has an Aries Mercury too, which is your chart ruler, and he's an Aries uh-huh. Sun. Um, let me pull it up. Is Aries kind of the he's bullshit? A, so one? His, his strongest. So <laughs> no, his, it's not, Matt. I have, I have my Aries, my my Mercury Aries rules my chart, so you could suck my. Dick. Just listen to this. So Brian's strongest, <laughs> <laughs> Brian's strongest. Uh, Signs are Aries, Virgo, and Gemini. Guess who else has those strongest signs? Gunther Steiner. Yep. <laughs> Let's go. It's so I was reading it and I was like, oh my god, that's so, so crazy. Because he's an Aries Sun, um, Aries Mercury, Aries Venus, and a couple of wow. other. Aries. He's very so heavy. Aries are Aries are like straight up, no bullshit. Is oh, that, like enthusiasm, very frank, like really like they can be really rough sometimes um <laughs> like they're literally like gushing fire constantly right. and then virgo yeah, like we said loose. like very perfectionism like numbers reason and then gemini like really lively really curious um flexible like you can almost make people like dizzy when you're a gemini because you're doing so many things he definitely constantly. makes he definitely makes me dizzy yeah he, he, he definitely if de- definitely takes anyone who's kind of encountering him or or you know witnessing him dizzy and then just just like toto and christian he also has a dominant mars which just makes me laugh like you can't make this shit up so what about but like but you know there's such a huge chasm between him and toto and christian (laughs) where does that it's like like why the budget is it the budget is it the budget like or or is there like what what in the personality like where's the where's the disconnect between like a gunter and a toto slash christian i think Gunther is Gunther is completely capable of being there. I just don't think he has the the resources the resources to do so. But if you see what he also didn't come from privilege, like he's f- like from bumfuck. He's like literally Italy. fighting to stay in Formula One constantly. Like that man. He said he he started as a mechanic. He like right. works his way up. He he is like. <laughs> The Ricky Bobby of team principles. <laughs> so that speaks to his Virgo. Like, he's so, like, he's going to stick the path. He's going to stay grounded. He's going to follow through on his goal, like, no matter what. Like, mm. he is doing it no matter what. And his Mars is in the sign of Virgo, which makes sense. Like, he's knows what he wants. He takes action, like, very meticulously and methodically. But I think it does come down to, like, resources that he... Mm. He doesn't have, you know, what the Totos and the Christians have at Red Bull and Mercedes. Right. But he was able, you know, like to bring in, you know, the the money from he who shall not be named. Right. Dad. Right. right. 
Yeah, they're just playing, you know, different decks, different, different. They've been dealt different hands. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, wow. th- the the strong Aries placements make so much sense for him. Um. So anything, anything else in terms of you did so much research for this pod? Is there anything else that like kind of like jumped out at you that like you wanted? What, what to... burning insight that you have that you must share? Um, I think the craziest thing that I found out last night was that Lewis Hamilton's chart ruler is his Scorpio Pluto. I, like, right. I freaked out over that. That was crazy to me. So your chart ruler is essentially, the way that you find it is you look at what your rising sign is. So mm-hmm. for him, he's a Scorpio rising. And then you look to the planet that is ruled by that sign. So... Uh, for Scorpio, uh, that is Pluto, and his happens to be in the sign of Scorpio, so it's like double intense, and that just kind of is the hallmark umbrella of your personality. So that Scorpio Pluto is like emblematic of his personal need to like constantly prove himself and constantly test other people, mm. and like power and security from power is like forefront of his mind, and it's just speaks so much to him how he is as a race car driver and probably how he is as a person like he has this need to prove himself and so Scorp- lewis hamilton is the ultimate scorpio oh yeah he's very scorpio and it's not it's not his sun sign or it is his sun sign no it's, it's his rising sign it's his rising scorpio rising so sun sign really doesn't tell you much it could. So that's a unique thing about astrology is like it's all how the placements are interacting with each other. Right. Because, you know, you could have like a Capricorn, like you're a Capricorn sun, Matt, but my best friend is a Capricorn sun and you're very different in some ways because your charts are quite different. Yeah, she's like sweet and polite and, you know. But you both have like this I'm very like <laughs> um, hardworking sense about you. Like you're very stubborn and you're very like you like things the way that you like them. And so it's just right. interesting how it's playing. Right way. Yeah, but yeah. like because you have a really fiery big three. You have an Aries moon and an Aries rising. And that makes sense because you're quite opinionated and you're not afraid to share um, it. I have a lot of thoughts that are <laughs> correct. What a Capricorn thing to say. (laughs) Such a fucking Capricorn. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Wow. So, damn, I'm really going to be like, I think, you know, the biggest things that I've like taken away from this is also is is also some of the like elemental things. I'm thinking about it as like in terms of like water, in terms of fire, of, you know, like this is this has changed my uh, certainly changed and piqued my interest about, you know, astrology and what it can and, and tell me about both myself and more more importantly at Formula One. The people <laughs> hey, Formula One. you know what? You know what, Michaela? I am definitely not going to shut my brain off when my girlfriend starts talking to me about this stuff. So I'm I sure really she'll appreciate that. that. I'm glad to be yes. the, um, the guiding light into astrology because I know a lot of people when they think of it, they kind of poo poo it because of like this oh, it's just a horoscope and it's not true and whatever. And I used to feel that way too. But when you start making these connections and it's so wild, you know, like me finding out that 80% of the grid had this placement that's all about power and pushing yourself to the limit, like that's crazy, you know, and, and how, that's and data. Like what are the statistical, what's the statistical likelihood of that? Not right. High. Or like Christian right. and Toto both having the Aries Mars and that being their most dominant planet in their chart. Like that's crazy to me. And that's what gets people thinking about astrology. 
Right. Or like the similarities between, you know, Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher. And it can go on and on and on. And I think it's just really cool to learn about yourself and to learn about other people. And it's this is truly like the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg in terms of astrology. Like it gets really complicated with like houses and degrees and aspects and all of that that play into your personality. But right. that's yeah. really complicated. So, so Michaela, um, what's next for She Loves F1? What like what's the what's the grand plan? Uh, so right now I'm in the works of some pretty exciting things. Um, a big thing that's close to my heart is women's Formula One merch that doesn't suck. So I've been working with a designer for that that's affordable and on trend and stuff that they can wear to Grand Prix or just, you know, watching Grand Prix or out and about doing errands or whatever. So that's what I've been working on. Um, obviously, more mm. content on social media, but I plan to do start a YouTube channel where I'll do more educational stuff because I don't really see a lot of women doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, careful. Careful. That's not exactly true. I no, <laughs> you're, I, you're I gonna come at the, you're gonna come at the god. No, I no on YouTube <laughs> and just do more educational because I get a lot right. of flack for my t- my TikTok because it's you know really fun and lighthearted and I'm not really teaching anything, but I do bring in a lot of fans. What do you mean like, you get flack? Who gives you flack? Uh, every day I get hate DMs every day. Like what's the hate? Um, like you should die. Uh, you're not a real Formula One fan. DTS fan girl. Stop talking about Formula One. You're ruining the sport. So on and so forth. The fucking Formula One established fan base is like so actually fucking fucked up and toxic. And it's like there's it's just people need to fuck off. And there's this. I was listening to a Giants podcast. The other, I was listening to a bu- Giants podcast today because they fired like they had fired Joe D- Judge. And I was just trying to get caught up on that. And they were doing like radio call-ins, mm-hmm. like the old, like Mike Francesca, like old school. Right, right, right. First time. And this guy c- called in from Switzerland, and he's like, "Fuck Joe Judge, he sucks." And they were like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> fuck yeah!" They were like so excited. He goes, "I chose the Giants because of the Odell Beckham catch, because I thought that was so cool, and I've been miserable ever since. But I was ready to choose the Bengals, but the Bengals, and it was like." And they're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, well, like you were so welcoming to him. And I'm like, they're so excited about the idea of like fans from other places that are like finally getting into the thing that they've loved for years. Yeah. Something about I don't know why it's not like that in Formula One. It's so toxic and pervasive. And like they and like the gatekeeping term is used all the time. But it's true. You know what I think it is at the end of the day? Because I have a girlfriend who's not she's from England. And she said that like. Like, I wouldn't care if, like, there was, like, because if Australian guys are talking about football or basketball or whatever. And I think at the end of the day, America, the United States is the mono, like, is the dominant culture. And, like, Formula One is, like, the thing that's theirs and belongs to them. And it's their culture. So, like, we don't feel threatened by, like, Europeans, like, appropriating our culture because that's because we have we have Hollywood. You know, we have this dominant yeah, they're in, yeah. there's a, there's like fundamental insecurity, which I think right. plays out both when it comes to like 
national, you know, like national identity or kind of like Europe versus America. But it also plays out, I think, doubly when it's like a male dominated sport. And then there's just like an American. It's like it's like that. It's like we get it because we're just like brash Americans. Mm -hmm. And then like you get it on like these other like heightened layers of like oh like they're all in capricorn or whatever the <laughs> fuck you want to say it's like th- but it all stems from basic insecurity that like yeah. you you just like stating your opinion and like having fun and just enjoying it and whatever is is so triggering and 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 people just like are they 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 can't compute their fucking heads explode yeah it's i mean it's really frustrating and the whole goal of she loves epilon is to create this community where women can feel safe to like talk about things without being attacked by mm-hmm. all of these people online because it happens every day and that's sad to me so hopefully yeah. that slowly changes i don't think it will but to your point i mean it does it, it stems from insecurity because secure men or women or whoever like they don't care if you're being brash or if you're talking about the drivers being hot or if you're talking about astrology or if you have a strong opinion like it doesn't affect them as negative right. as much as someone who's really insecure about it what do you yeah, do with you go your, after what do you do with your haters what do you do do you like you block do you block them? do you do you respond um, it depends. So sometimes, most of the time, I don't like even respond to it. Yeah. Other times, I'll just do like a witty comment, like "Yeah, mm-hmm. perfect, say hi," or just like someone was like, "You simp for who do you simp for more?" And I was just like, "Yes," or just dumb things like that. But then people, then I have people that con that follow me and constantly. Um, comment on my videos and stuff and so I'll end right. up messaging them and being like if you don't like my content why do you follow me and why do you comment and yeah. just like try to facilitate a conversation mm. um, but if they get hateful then I block them because it's there's not there's this one guy that was like hating on our like like who, who wrote a particularly hateful comment on our video being like shitty and not funny and Brian did this iconic thing where he went on to his channel where it had like one video of like a plane taking off to like German music. <laughs> and he wrote, and it had like 12 views, literally 12 views. It was like the, li- and then he wrote, awesome vid. <laughs> <laughs> like I, you should start. I engage um, as often as possible. That's, that's the Aries in you. Yeah. I, I just when write they like. Go low, when they go low, times, we go lower. Yeah, we go lower. A lot of times, like. <laughs> Yeah. If, if anyone misspells anything and when they're when I'll just put like asterisk yeah. and you know like I'll just say the thing that they spelled wrong or that yeah they, but English you know, might not be their wrong. first language so maybe we should right sometimes I feel like I'm punching down with that but like at the end of the day like you told me to go fuck myself and you spelled <laughs> fuck wrong so like I'm just gonna write the thing and then I do a lot of like the like um, warm the like just hard eyes with the flushed cheeks emoji just like oh when someone's gosh. like telling me to, like that I'm a fucking idiot and that please please God stop we get that a lot Please, for the love of God, stop doing these. Oh my! God. <laughs> yeah, I get that a lot. Like a lo- yeah. they hate my when I'm talking about thirst traps. They hate the astrology videos. Oh my God! Like hate it. So it's. Well, but I mean, I just think like the kind of people that leave really rude comments traditionally don't have any views on their end, or they're just fake accounts. Never. And yeah. like the kind of people that leave those comments, I think there's just something deeper going on, and I don't have time to like deal with that kind of negativity. Yeah, I, I, I'll often say, like, I hope the best for you and your family. 
They're tiny, tiny little boys in their tiny, tiny little rooms. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I, I just try and be a good, I try to be a good example because I know that there's a lot of like younger girls who follow me. So I, right. I try and be like the best that I can be because sometimes I just want to be like, you know, fuck you. Like you're just an asshole, like small dick energy. But I, you know, I don't want to right, show right. that kind of behavior. But isn't but isn't that isn't that how a young lady should like shouldn't a young lady learn how to defend herself? Yeah, like definitely defend yourself, but like in a tactful way and obviously like discerning between someone who's worth your time and who isn't. And most of the time the trolls just aren't. Right. That's at, that's at least my philosophy on it, but there's there's no right or wrong way to do it as long as you feel good about it and you stand up for yourself in the way that feels right for you, I think. Right. I think like the second that you also like you lodge into like a fell like a, a, an also an insult, you're you're fucked. Yeah, you don't want to stoop down just... to their level. But yeah, like, but the thing is the thing is is that they reply and then an argument starts and you get more views that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like whenever they do it, I'm like, thanks for bringing more views to my video that was already doing better than yours to begin with. So, like, thanks. There's a whole, you know, cords of people that don't fucking want any part of this shit and have experienced or felt the same type of uh, scrutiny or, or gatekeeping that you felt. And, you know, you're providing a place for them to to, you know come in it's like you're throwing the best party in town and it's like you you know eventually someone's gonna be you know one of those trolls is gonna be like sitting there waiting for a ticket and i think as much as as much as we are like two um <laughs> brash men i think that like at at our core we uh very much identify and feel like um we want to provide that kind of space too and and that's like how what you know it's like we got into the sport <laughs> for all the reasons that people think you got into the sport for even though you didn't actually it's like what's so funny about that is that like it's like it's like you've actually been following it for years and we're just like up it's like we're just you know no we just think that they're hot and we don't care about anything else <laughs> <laughs> which like isn't a problem i mean they are right. good looking uh, like who cares why does it yeah matter? it's like i have two eyes don't i <laughs> yeah like have you looked at there, daniel ricardo i mean for heaven's sakes Women should be able to watch Formula One for the driving, and men should be able to watch it for the hot pieces of ass. The hotties, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm all for We're that. We're both fighting for those rights. Equality. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's good, and I think it speaks volumes that, like, you guys have had Tony on your podcast, and you've had me, so you're, like, obviously open to women, which is great, and women that are building very different communities within the formula yeah. one realm and it's simply because and, and i, I want to say it's like it's just because it's like that's you and know, we don't want to leave like, taylor out we don't want to have to leave and, taylor and ta- out. but like it's just she's because so it's funny like, yeah on some level like it's like that's the it's like it's it's perspective that we're interested in it's like i it's like i've heard God, enough we're so fucking, fucking awesome <laughs> jesus we're so fucking inclusive <laughs> we're so fucking woke it's crazy we're so woke it's crazy but it is it's like i just like don't, let's go on I, other than five other more than minutes miss, on how awesome we are apex other than missed apex it's like i don't care about any other like dude talking about formula one it's like i don't it's like i it's like you either either be the no fucking everything or you know it's like i just it's like i've heard that opinion so much it's just that's it doesn't interest me anymore it, guys if you've been if if, if if for the five of you that are still listening to us going down on ourselves um <laughs> uh, 
Um, we actually reached out to Miss Apex today. Oh. Yeah, we did. We, we did it. We did. We, we I, I don't we, think they're ever going to have us on. Why? Well, maybe they could come on ours. Well, first maybe of all, maybe some of them will come on ours. Tr- Trumpets, Trumpets retweeted something that we said. That's true. That's true. That was big. Which is that was big. I mean, we were saying that he was awesome, and he was like, <laughs> "I'll retweet this shit." But it was talking about how like we should collab at some point. Then Jenny tried to message him, but he, I don't think he accepts messages. Yeah, so we. Which is such a trumpet's fucking move. (laughs) (laughs) I'll put it into the universe for you guys. Okay. Yeah. What does that mean? Like manifest it. Manifest. Manifest destiny, baby. Okay. I do it all the time with the thirst traps. (laughs) (laughs) You manifest a you manifest a viral vid. Okay. Oh yeah. Amazing, Michaela. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Um, it it just for just where can people find you? I am at she loves F1 on TikTok. Yeah, if you've been living yeah. under a fucking rock, that's where she is. <laughs> you guys hype me up way too much, but I, I really well, do. Well, and you're on Instagram because I feel I like am your, on Instagram, Instagram. your Instagram needs a little love because it's. I just started it. Because <laughs> it's weak as fuck. It is super weak. Yeah. To well, she's. Uh, I'm like, I'm like we to, have more. To that's TikTok. the one place where we have currently have more followers than you, but yeah. don't worry. I started it like. Give it literally 30 seconds. I started it two weeks, two or three weeks ago, I think. Because I was like, I think people probably want to get to know people. I started like asking me questions and stuff because people kept asking personal things about me. And TikTok's just not the place to do that, I don't think. So totally. Yeah. Well, we hope that we hope that this uh, was (laughs) for for people that were listening for Michaela. We're sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But they're um, like, what astrology did we talk about today? (laughs) (laughs) No, we got I think we did a fair amount. Yeah, this was such a this was so fun. And uh, hopefully it was enlightening for you. It really it definitely was. Yeah, It totally was. It totally was. So on this podcast, what we say at the end, we we start with hello, Vankas. At the end, we say later, Vankas. So. Later, Vankas. <laughs> Is that it? Goodbye. That was perfect. Yeah, you, you fucking <laughs> nailed it. Goodbye, Vankas. Uh, I hope your moon is rising, Vankas. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>